Mark, how are you? Mark, yeah, good. How are you? Very well. Evening, Mark. Good. Bunchy, Steve, how are you? Fantastic. Thanks, Mark. Mark, now That's over good. to you, mate. Um, after last week's um, appearance by um, uh, Football Victoria President Kimon Taliadora, so we, and we have to really be thankful to Kimon for taking out the time. Um, there has been a fair bit of... Um, uh, let's let's just call it. There's been a fabulous bit of stuff happening behind the scenes this week. Um, bring us up to date with 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 what's going on. Oh, look again. You know, again, thank you to Kim on too because you know he, he has um, also responded to us, which is great. But look, you know, again, we're just you know forming a, uh, a, a an idea of uh, getting a few clubs together and just questioning the merit of the decision. Really, I mean, I don't think it's. Uh, uh, how can I say? Probably a wrong decision. Um, there's been other leagues that have come out and still on a promotion relegation. And again, it's about rewarding. And if you're going to reward the, um, those that would have been relegated, well, then you need to reward those that should have been promoted. So um, we'll have a look at it. And again, uh, Zach's done an amazing job and just put a few things together. And um, uh, it's a way of introducing um, Zach to, to obviously make part of, of this conversation with everybody. I mean, it is the football world that we uh, we reach out to and doing the right thing on behalf of uh, many other clubs. So, um, yeah, that's really where we're at. Uh, again, football Victoria in a place where they'll understand our process and um, we'll see how we land and hopefully we can talk about, you know, what a great outcome it's been for, for all parties involved. So um, I think uh, it's important that Jackson sort of um, kicks in and explains that because I'm sure there's many questions. But as clubs, we um, feel that there's some decision making that needs to be either reversed or or engineered. But uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Now you've mentioned Zach, and the, the person in question there is former Preston Lions president Zach Gruevsky, who um, who is uh, basically chairing a, um, an, a, a an informal group of organisations or clubs called the United. Foot, um, is it the United Football Group of Clubs? Now we have Craig, I believe, got Zach on the line as well. So, we ladies do. and gentlemen, if we don't have technological issues, we're going to have Mark Sultana, we're going to have Zach Gruevsky, and us three here um, in our respective studios. Zach, are you on the line? I certainly am, Ponchi. Thank you very much for the opportunity to come on tonight. Uh, and good evening to all of Ponch, uh, Craig, and Kevin, uh, as well as Mark. Thank you. Now, Zach, uh, good evening. Uh, thanks, thanks, for, uh, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate you yeah. uh, giving up your time to uh, to come on on a Sunday evening. And you don't know how many fingers and toes I had crossed under the desk here waiting to uh, <laughs> get this because we've had some technical issues over the past. And uh, thank it's God we've got, uh, we've got all of us on tonight. So thanks again for, uh, for jumping on. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you again. Uh, you've done really well with the technological uh, issues, mate. We're glad and clear. He's done well. <laughs> He's done well, but don't give him, don't give him any any compliments. You know, every time we give him compliments, that's when things really start to stuff up. Zach, yeah, this is a first, though. With two calls on the line at once. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That's I got everything crossed. Fingers yeah. crossed. Everything. <laughs> shoelaces. Now, Zach, before we do get on to um. Um, the meeting and what eventuated today. Uh, Matt, you've, you've, you've stepped down um, um, for your own personal reasons as president of um, Preston Lions. A lot happening at Preston. It's a club that's very ambitious and that really wants to um, take take this sport um, in, a, in a whole new direction, just like our sponsors, Caroline Springs, George Cross, just like many other clubs around, around um, the state. Um, tell us just some of the exciting things you know, just for the sake of Preston fans, some of the exciting things that are happening in the background um, up at um, BT Connor Reserve. 
Thanks, Roger. Look, um, yes, you're spot on. I did uh, step down from that role uh, after almost eight years. And uh, mm. I, I say step down, um, you know, personal, it's probably more professional reasons than, than personal reasons. Uh, it's very difficult to uh, to run two jobs, as most of you before would appreciate. And my colleague, Mark, uh, I know, uh, understands the feeling given he's trying to run a, a therapy club. So, you spot on a lot of synergies with uh, with many ambitious clubs, uh, Preston, George Cross, uh, among many others, who um, really are ta- taking a, a stance and trying to improve the uh, the level of professionalism within our club. Uh, you know, we've had a fantastic journey over uh, over a number of years, and more recently, clearly, um, both on and off the field, uh, have made some uh, really positive strides to to get the club back to uh, where all of us uh, many years ago remember the strength of, of a Preston Lions football club or Preston Macedonia soccer club as it might have uh, been called uh, many years ago. Um, look, a lot of terrific things happening in the background uh, and, and we've been pretty open about uh, those things and pretty transparent and wanting to share the terrific news that many people have contributed to, you know, the, just the significant improvement in facilities. I mean, people would have seen uh, who are pretty active uh, on social media the level of interest uh, that's been garnered and the support we've received as a club this year has been absolutely phenomenal. So a huge shout-out to our, our, to our sponsors as, as a club. Um, I'm sounding like a president again. Um, to our sponsors, clearly, um, and to our supporters and members who, who've just been by uh, by the club side through thick and thin over many years and now can finally see the fruits of all of that labour. Um, you know, if you're getting crowds of, you know, clearly pre-COVID, um, or pre that last lockdown, uh, if you're getting crowds of sort of three, three and a half thousand dollars, dollars, if it was only three and a half thousand dollars, it'd be cheap. Uh, three and a half thousand people at a game, it's, it's astronomical and, and, and it's a testament to the good work that uh, the club's obviously put in over many years. And it's really about delivering a product for people to come along on a Friday night to a, to a fantastic facility to have some cowboy rolls and something to drink. Um, people are after, after some entertainment. I mean, the football is an important aspect of it, but we all know, gents, the uh, the social aspect of it is equally important. And I think as a club, that's what we've been able to uh, to zone in on and, and have people uh, believe um, that there is hope for our club again. No, it's brilliant. There is, uh, there's certainly been a lot of... Uh... Uh, people very who probably weren't Preston fans, but certainly a lot of people that are, are tuning in to see what Preston have uh, have done um, certainly in uh, uh, last season, and uh, and will continue to do so as they as they uh, start to uh, to rise up the leagues, I suppose. So um, just off 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 of that now, in your time at Preston, want to really touch on um, obviously the the United Football Groups of clubs, um, and we understand that today there was a Zoom call. Um, with a number of clubs. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about that, Zach, um, how it came about um, and sort of some of the things that perhaps were, were spoken about? You haven't got to obviously go into too much detail, but just give our listeners and, and the football public an idea of, uh, of what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Craig. I mean, look, very happy to, to share some of that. But we Look, we had a, a wonderful response on the back of obviously the decision that uh, FE made. Um, I mean, we, we've all formed great friendships um, and relationships with others at uh, at clubs, um, and uh, and Mark, you know, obviously Sultana, uh, myself, and a few others. Um, uh, Peter from um, from Brunswick City, Lou from uh, Lutana from uh, Pascaval, and and David Sotoski from Preston Lions. Um, you know, we, we got together and had a bit of a chat about uh, the dissatisfaction of uh, you know parts of the decision that uh, that have been made, and really just to toss around some ideas as to how we can 
Um, and we obviously heard Kim on last week on the show. Uh, you know, Kim is obviously in a very difficult spot. Uh, we acknowledge that. Um, but so too we uh, are as, as clubs. We're in an extremely difficult spot when we, uh, we've been down a, a particular path with um, you know, at the start of this season being extremely clear to us, all of us as clubs, and all of us have invested in, uh, in a range of uh, aspects of our club um, on the understanding or on the premise that promotion relegation was a live issue this season. And, um, and sadly, we, you know, we, we find ourselves in this position now where we're having to um, form uh, some important, whether you call them informal groups or not, the, um, the level of interest within the space of two days, two days has actually been phenomenal from a range of clubs. You know, we put out um, uh, just uh, an email to clubs who, um, and the initial phase is really about getting clubs together who have been impacted from a, a let's call it a promotion uh, aspect both on the men's and, the, and on the women's uh, side of uh, football within Victoria. Um, we had, you know, over 40 clubs uh, respond to that as I said, within two days. And uh, for us, that was superb. We had over 30 clubs join the call today. A few obviously were apologies. But what that clearly demonstrates to us, demonstrates to us is a clear interest from clubs, a clear dissatisfaction with elements of the decision-making um, uh, a clear undertaking to uh, to try and pursue this with uh, with the federation um, and myself. Uh, we we have engaged um, some uh, uh, some legal support um, uh, to uh, to try and uh, help us understand and, and navigate through through the various processes. Uh, you know, un- better understanding the rules of competition, a whole host of other things that go with that, um, and to put a, um, a a position and have a conversation with the federation, both the CEO. Uh, Timon and um, and also with the board um, to share um, our, our position and, and again you know and us, you know from a conversation and Timon's been very giving of his time in recent days um, from a conversation we had uh, earlier this week um, it was clear that uh, you know yes there are some challenges around uh, some of this and there is some empathy around the, around the, the challenges clubs face uh, but that said um, that's not going to reverse the decision right now. And clearly, um, the uh, the clubs that are aggrieved uh, are predominantly, and on today's call, predominantly speaking about the, the promotion relegation issue. Um, there's been plenty of other federations who have explored this both in, in other codes, but also we know, uh, and I know you guys published this on your site uh, earlier this week, um, Capital Football, for example, were able to go down a path and find a solution for clubs to say there is promotion relegation um, through consultation. Now, FB's done a lot of consultation in uh, in the last couple of weeks. Now, for many clubs, it, it sounds like some of that consultation hasn't been heard, and uh, and clubs really are voicing uh, their opinions now because maybe they haven't been heard as, as much as they would have liked. Um, so that's uh, that's in a nutshell uh, some of the conversation that, that occurred today. Um, it's crystal clear that clubs would like us uh, to pursue this um, with the federation. And then uh, reserve our right to any other action that uh, we, we may choose as a group of clubs, because there are a lot of disgruntled clubs out there. And Zach, just out of curiosity yeah. as well, have you been able to get the support of some of the clubs who themselves weren't in line for promotion that still back you guys to be going ahead and pushing this um, action to happen? Yeah, look, informally we have. Uh, again, um, you know, the initial phase was really to reach out to those clubs who are directly impacted by the, the promotion relegation decision, more so clearly on the promotion front, those that were in the mix for, for promotion at, uh, at the time the uh, season was called off. 
Um, but uh, I know informally uh, I had calls uh, probably as late as 10.30 last night um, mm. from clubs who are saying they're extremely supportive of what we're trying to do. Um, they they understand and appreciate that maybe it's not this phase that they want to join us, um, but uh, they're very comfortable to come and join us for, uh, for this ride uh, down the track when another opportunity comes about. And we'd be very happy as clubs to open that further up to, to clubs and hear their views. Uh, albeit they may not be the mix uh, this year for, for promotion. Uh, this may happen again down the track, quite a bit. Now, there's a question here or a, uh, a comment here on the on the screen from Paul uh, Lavarakis, I think. And short, unfortunately, with no direction from the state government as to when sport can recommence, I'd say the season is over. We could be in lockdown for months, potentially. But that's not the, the issue, is it? It's not the fact that the season's finished. No. We, we all we all no. understand that the season's finished and it's, and it's not coming Correct. back. The situation is that um, the Football Federation now have cancelled the season and not rewarding the, the clubs that have put in the effort over the past two years to put themselves in a position to uh, go for promotion. Um, instead, what that now does is has an adverse effect where you've got clubs that have been bottom of the league for in various leagues for the last two years and still not, promote, uh, still not relegated. That's unfair and reasonable. So that's the reason why you guys have got together with this, with this, uh, this football group. Would I be correct, Zach? Uh, yeah, look, absolutely, absolutely spot on. And if I reiterate uh, Mark's comments uh, earlier tonight, Mark was very, very clear. Um, we're rewarding clubs who potentially should be relegated. Now, again, you know, our, our focus today was on uh, discussing this with clubs who have a lot to play for. As I said earlier, have gone down a particular path to invest in their clubs and their infrastructure and everything else that goes with that, and, and put in all the hard yards. Only to be. Uh -huh. we talked so about that. That hurt. And, Sorry, um, Zach, you just broke up for a second there. My apologies. My apologies. Sorry, the beauty, the beauty of mobile phone technology. <laughs> yeah. uh, what, what I was, what, what I was saying is really, uh, it, it's hurting clubs who, uh, after two years, they've got nothing to show for this. And um, you know, without getting too emotional and carrying carried away with this, this sort of stuff. You know, we, we as a group of clubs want to present a position to uh, the Federation because we believe, genuinely, there are a range of op options we can actually explore here. Now, whether that be straight promotion, whether we, we say, well, look, guys, you've got to reconsider your, uh, your decision and, and just promote the first two clubs or the first four, as, as might have been the case in, in, in MPL uh, 3, um, depending on whatever the structures were. Um, they could go down a path of restructuring or engineering to use Kilon's point and, and achieve the same outcome. Um, or, and you know, we're, we're, none of us are silly to understand that, or not to understand, I should say, that COVID is, is, is a real issue here for us. And um, will we ever get the opportunity between now and the end of uh, the year to, to potentially play some additional games? I mean, one of the things that Federation has been very clear on in the last 12 months, they've said, we want to maintain integrity of competition. And we, we're all supportive of that. We get that. Mm -hmm. Uh, however, they also said that, uh, and th this was part of their guiding principles last year, and they've supported that this year, they were clear and articulate about this strategy to say, uh, as a minimum, clubs need to play each other once. Okay, well, that's fine. If, that, if that's an option on the table, that would generally mean that in most of the competitions, um, clubs would potentially need to play a maximum of two to three games. Some clubs have only played 13 games. Um, that's in the men's competition, and obviously on the women's side, uh, they've played a couple of games left. 
And they've made it clear in their recent um, roadmap uh, that was only released, as I said, about three weeks ago, where they spoke to us as clubs and said, look, this is what we're looking at. And they reiterated their points about round 10 and 11 being played uh, immediately as soon as uh, competition was available to be played. Subject to government uh, regulations and guidelines. Now, why would the Federation do that if they weren't serious uh, about this position and uh, the importance of that integrity? We're happy to support that. We're happy to support the Federation. Uh, we're not trying to railroad the Federation. We're trying to work with them to find a, a sensible and rational solution. And I said to Kim on the other day, without bloodletting, you know, for too long we've gone down the path yeah. and thrown stones at each other. We're, we're part of a football family. And what we want to do is work with our governing body. We've got, a, a, as I said, 40 clubs uh, within the space of two days have registered for a forum because they want a voice. And they feel they haven't been heard through whatever supposed consultation happens in the last month or so. Sanj. Yeah, well, yeah, um, yeah. Now we've got our hands, um, Zach. We've got our hands on 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 the document that was um, um, handed out. I think this is early August, and it basically August, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it actually suggested that in in season twenty twenty two there'd be a restructuring of the competition. So we're looking at NPL at the moment, um, saying that there would be an increase in the number of teams both in NPL two. Um, and, and that, that there would be uh, no uh, basically um, there'll be promotion um, up from NPL. There'll be no teams relegated. Is that right? Um, so basically, in effect, in effect, it said the season would be extended that little bit longer. So um, instead of um, it, was there any talk with um, Kim on, or has there been any talk with the federation over the last let's say week or so about you know continuing that whole idea of of Getting teams to to move up without the relegation or in 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 NPL NPL two NPL three etc. So in other words, to stick to that what I won't say original agreement, but that original vision of next year there being more team and expanded team in the NPL competitions, which would obviously have a flow on effect to the um divisions below it. Yeah, yeah. Look, there's been um, actually there's been uh, I'll say limited conversation on that. Um, and, and, you know, we all know, we heard Simon uh, allude to some form of restructure or engineering last week on, on, the, on this program. Yeah. Um, it, it's very clear, you know, that there's been a, a mandate that um, Football Victoria has sought to follow in the last 12, 18 months. So this is no secret to any, any of us. And mm-hmm. we've all been supportive of, of, of this program of work. And if you look at um, those of us who, you know, sort of read and look at some of these uh, important documents for the future of our game. You look at the performance gap uh, material that, and, and the guiding principles that Football Australia put out, uh, you know, not that long ago. That talks about a 16-team competition in NPL one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very clear. It's a, and and the the premise and the purpose of all of that is really to give kids an opportunity. So we're talking about 30 games a season. We're talking about giving kids opportunities to play football, which currently is not occurring enough. And, you know, I, I'm not the one putting that information out. It's the, the, our governing bodies, football started to put that in place. So naturally, then when you cascade that downward into the various divisions, you're going to have, um, you know, as a minimum of 14 clubs in NPL 2, for example, 16 in NPL 1, so on and so forth, and 14 in NPL 3. And then that would flow, up, flow down into the, the various aspects. Not too dissimilar for the women's competition. Mm-hmm. there's been something on the table documented. This is not me dreaming things up or any of the clubs 
dreaming things. Oh, we thought they said this. No, no. This is clear and documented information that they've shared with us with a pathway to improve our football in this state. And on the women's side, we've been clear. How do you operate? We're, we're on the verge of having um, a World Cup in this World country Cup. in 2023. Yeah. We've got eight teams in our top tier of women's football in this state. Now, how do you not laugh at that? Yeah. And it was mm. clear there needed Absolutely. to be 10 teams in 2022, as a minimum, as a minimum. The clubs already could be 12 teams. Now, again, that's for the Federation to determine. But what, what this decision does, it, it, it really puts on hold for another year. So we've wasted two years of football. And here we are, keep talking about um, improving the quality of football in this country. Mm. Yeah. So just a, one, one last one for me, and then we'll, 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 we'll wrap it up from there. But if there was a, re, uh, a restructuring of the leagues, would the um, let's just let's use Carolyn uh, George Cross as an example here, who've at this stage of won the uh, won the league in in State League One, would you forgo go forgive that um, that um, winning of the, the title for a reconstruct uh, restructuring of the league? Oh, look, I can answer that. I mean, part of the conversation is clubs want to be recognised as champions as well. So there's a little bit of clarity around that that we need to. Um, you know, discuss as a group. I mean, this is not a witch hunt for anybody. This is just to make sure that we're clear on understanding that some clubs will want to be recognised as champions and some clubs would, you know, want to exercise their right to be promoted. Uh, I mean, Zach's made it very clear that there's, again, you know, the comps from the FFB have been very clear. And we just want to exercise our right for our brand of our club to, again, whether it's be nominated as champions or at least be promoted and recognised for the right of an ambitious football club that wants to, you know, strive to be the best. So, I mean, that's what it's about. I mean, there's 40 clubs now and it could be 100 clubs in two weeks, but this is for everyone. This is just so that everyone's got a voice and they can understand that they can speak out so that we can actually, you know, help and support Football Victoria. And that's done an amazing job being very clear, uh, again, and I, and I say that again, it's not a witch hunt, and he's made that very clear as well. But, you know what, if there's championship on the table and you ask me do I want it, of course I would love to be recognised as a champion football club because that's what we strive for, for that word, champion. Mm. So, and, you know, it can become emotional for a lot of people. For a club mm. like ours that's been wishing for a long time to be able to be classed as champions, you know, it's a huge desire. That's why we're ambitious, and that's why we do what we do, and we try and get clarity around what we want as football clubs. Anyway, I think, I think you get, you know, I think you get a full picture of where we're at. I think it's important through forums like yourselves. I'll say that again, that we give our clubs the opportunity to speak and to be broadcasted. So I'd say a huge thank you for that, and you'll have a great uh, interview with Nick. He's doing a great job on the NSC. So. All good, yeah. and, and hello to all my members and all that, and everyone's and Preston members and everybody that's involved here. I really appreciate yeah, it. Thank you very much. Mark, Mark Sack, it's it's a massive topic, and, and this is hot off the press. So obviously there's going to be a lot of details still to be ironed out. There's still obviously more consultation with the powers that be at Football Victoria to come. So obviously at the moment everything is very, very general and it's very in its embryonic stage of negotiation. So obviously, I mean, there's people asking, you know, the finer details about what happens if a third-place team that's got a game in hand and this and that, whatever. Um, I understand that, but, I mean, at the moment I think that the bigger picture or the, the more general picture is whether Football Victoria is willing to now listen to the clubs or not. 
um, or whether the club, the, the um, competition would be restructured. Gents, can I ask if a massive favour, would you two be willing to come back on the show next week and we can talk a little bit further, more about it and also probably have more more up-to-date news and details with, with, with this issue, which is certainly not going to go away? Oh, I'd be very, extremely happy. Oh, thank you, Mark. Yeah, but this, 100%, we're more than happy to keep people in the loop Fantastic. on what's happening. Yeah. You know, as you rightly said, Sonchi, this happened this afternoon, late afternoon. We spent uh, over an hour and a half with clubs. Um, yeah. And you know, a lot of the feedback we're getting from them is you know, how often do we get this opportunity to be, to be genuinely heard? Mm. And, and that's not me making up those comments. That's people posting uh, comments uh, and, 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 and sharing their, their thoughts and their frustrations. Yeah. And, we still, and that's what we're about. Yeah, and, listen, and, and as, a, as a group, sorry, as a group, I mean, David, who's the Preston president, put through a, a, a forum today that had questions and answers that were required from us to answer this club. So, again, it just goes to show the ownership. And, then, and again, it's that word, yeah, it's about being recognised for our clubs. And, and I think that's where the, the whole forum is about really understanding what our football clubs mean okay, on the impact this decision has had. So, again, David, the, the group's together about, again, answering questions that are pertinent to, to us. Promotion, relegation, or a restructure that understands that we can actually, suffice to say, incorporate the teams that are sitting third and fourth to really understand that. So that's in the hands of Football Victoria. We have a number of options that we're going to put on the table, and part of parcel that makes up part of the option. So that gives you an answer in regards to the third and the fourth position. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and lastly, very lastly from me, you know, you've mentioned it when you've come on the show many times, Mark. This is a show for everybody. This is a show for for for, for any football in public that um, that got an interest in the in the world game to come on and have a say. You know, don't be keyboard warriors. Mm. Pick up the phone, speak, and come on. That's what it's about. It's a show that we can get everybody united, not just George Cross, not just Preston Lions. Who you know, we're thankful for for Zach for coming on as a as a part of the Preston Lions, but. The show's for everybody, guys. Get involved with us. Whatever your whatever your thoughts, whatever your you're thinking, get on. Make yourself heard, and and that's the only way we're going to develop this football, this uh, this game of football in Australia. Absolutely, absolutely, Chris. Gents, there's someone Ivan Stragan said um, in the comment section. I'll bring this up. Ange put it perfectly. Something along the lines of everybody loves to talk, but nobody wants to take action. Well, yeah. thirty clubs from Victoria have certainly taken action, and Boy, have they taken action. And, and thank you to both of you for coming on to represent those clubs, the, the United um, Club, Football Clubs of Victoria. Um, very loose organisation, but but it's, 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 a, uh, it's, it's a loose organisation with a very, very strong voice. So, gentlemen, thank you both for coming on board. It, he's, it is causing waves. Like, this is um, already the numbers are massive. It's probably our most um, viewed episode uh, this year and last week's episode. Had, a, had gents had something like over six thousand total views and listens. So it, the, the message is getting out there. And as you said, Craig, we we want all the clubs to be a part of it. And this this forum needs to be a, a forum for all clubs. So Zach, Mark, thank you so much sincerely for coming on a short notice. And also we look forward to uh, really fleshing this issue out on next week's episode of the Football Outwear Show. Great work, guys. Well done. No, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you again for the opportunity very much. No problem at all. Thank Thanks very much. Thank you. Thanks, guys. As well. Thank you, Jim. All the best. Cheers. Bye. Fantastic.
Jeez, we could have we we could really have gone on for an hour. Um, and and just judging by the number of viewers that are tuning in, uh, it is it it is Steve, as we said, uh, a, a, an issue that is not going to go away lightly. And I think the clubs are quite simple. All they want, all they want, is some sort of action. They they want a voice they want and they want their they voice they to want be clarity, heard. Tonch. They want clarity. Yeah. Yeah, they want clarity on things. You know, it's 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 a very you know, it's a very difficult situation for everybody. Spe specifically, Football Federation came on was, you know, very, um, we were very lucky to get him on last week. Um, he took a bit of a pasting. Um, but look, at the end of the day, you know, we're all stakeholders of, of Football Federation and, and we need to know what's going on and make of, make sure it's fair and reasonable for everybody. So numbers are fantastic tonight, guys. But, uh, you know, and, and some yeah. of the comments, unfortunately, we're not going to get through all of them tonight, Steve. No, and look, but the uh, the comments are fantastic coming in in support of Zach and Mark and what they're doing. Uh, I think that speaks volumes. So many people commenting in with very positive comments about what they're doing is a good sign. I think that they're they're on the right track, the guys there. Well, maybe now next week we get them back on, as we said, Tonch, and we open up the yeah, phone lines they said and that they we get some to. people. Yeah, yeah. So. And we'll have a lot more details. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of people asking about second place teams, third place teams, teams not just going for promotion, teams going, you know, um, in the middle of the field. It's it's way too early to start talking about details. But next week's show is a different story. We'll probably have a lot, lot more of a clear picture. Um, and, and there may well be there may well be some form of um, response from Football Victoria as well. Uh, gents, we're going to take a very, very quick break because we've got um, our guest on the um, on the line. He's been waiting for a while, and um, uh, it's it's he's the chairman of the Association of Australian Football Clubs. I'm going to get it right this time. Nicolatos, he is definitely coming on now. Don't go away, folks. Big, big show still to come. Looking for the best in authentic Maltese cuisine? Then you need to dine at Georgie's on Vista. Situated in the heart of Fraser Eyes, you can't go wrong when it comes to family dining. We have a menu for mum and dad, one for the kids, and one for seniors. Everyone's taken care of. Don't miss our specialty nights. Tuesday night is Palmer night, where you get to choose from not one, but five different Palmers. Wednesday night, kids eat free with every paying adult meal. Thursday night is members night, where members get the chance to win some great prizes. And Friday night, join us for happy hour between 5.30pm to 7.30pm. Jim, Johnny, Jack and their little brother Schooner are only $5 each. Looking to get an early start Friday afternoon for a punt? Our sports bar with TAB is open from 3pm Friday afternoons. To book your table, email info at georgiesonvista.com.au. Bring the family and come dine at Georgie's on Vista. 46 City Vista Court, Fraser Eyes, Plumpton.